Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen V, and this is the Take Care and Live podcast. Well, first of all, let me just say thank you for joining me today. Uh, You didn't have to make that decision to uh, put in your earbuds or uh, take me on the walk with you this morning or in the car on your way to work. Um, Or maybe you're just settling in after you have gotten uh, the baby uh, in for a little nap in the middle of the day and you're having some me time. So I really want to say thank you for letting me be a part of your life. I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to uh, make an ask at the beginning of our conversation today, uh, something that people typically do at the end, uh, because I'd really like to get other people to listen to the podcast like you are. And so I'm going to invite you, if you would, to do me a big favor and actually leave a review. You know, during the first few episodes of my show, I talked about some key things that we needed to care for. In episode one, we talked about opposing the opposition, right? The mental battle that we each experience uh, in overcoming negative thoughts, ideas, traumas that work to keep us bound psychologically and emotionally. We become this prisoner of our own thoughts, And that is particularly challenging to overcome when there's so much devastation around us. Um, And so the opposing the opposition is your deliberate, our deliberate mental work to not allow ourselves to become prisoner to what passes in our mind, what comes into our mind. Then we talked about pushing through belief gaps in episode two. And pushing through belief gaps is Again, the work we do in our minds is addressing the reality that there's going to be a gap between what you believe for yourself and what other others believe is possible for you. Right. And so you are always going to have to push through a belief gap at some point in your life throughout your life. And it's about holding on to what you are believing is possible and not allowing the narrative of other folks even the belief systems of other people that don't align with yours to infiltrate you to the degree where you allow yourself to become captive to their vision, which for all intent and purposes may be far limiting from what you see for yourself. And so we started with talking about the mind. And boy, you know, What we tell ourselves has an impact on what we believe. And what we believe impacts what we tell ourselves, be it good or bad. And all of those things, our thoughts, play a significant role in our behavior. Listen, prime example. You want to know why we don't lose weight? We don't lose weight because we think making a decision to have a salad with the chicken instead of the fries isn't a big enough decision to make an impact. So we give up. We make the determination that that one step isn't good enough. Instead of seeing that one step as movement towards our goal to losing the weight. Another example. 
we don't believe we can write the book because we think writing the first page and doing that today isn't enough to get us started to the completion of the book. It's a refusal to believe that the little things matter that keep us from taking that one step. We become overwhelmed by the massivity of the goal, by the largeness of the goal that we want to achieve, that we forget that it's the small steps that are going to enable us to reach the larger goal. And so we freeze, we get discouraged, then we move into comparison, then we go to Instagram, we go to Facebook, we go to TikTok, and we look at what everybody else is doing, and we assume that their life was insta, that it was instantaneous, that whatever it is they achieved, the better physique, the new home, the graduating from college, the marriage, we assume that it all magically appeared before our eyes when that's a complete lie. They had to live their own life and take their first steps, and so do you. The step that you take where you start right here, no one else can do it. And because no one else can take that first step based on where you are right now means that nothing, no step you take is inconsequential. No step you're willing to take today is too small. It's going to get you just a little bit further away from where you were before. And it's going to get you a little bit closer to where you want to be. So pause for a moment. Look around you. Yep. Really look around you right now. Whether you're in France, whether you're in Spain, whether you're one of my listeners in Georgia, whether you're one of my listeners in South Orange, whether you're one of my listeners in Connecticut, stop right now. Look around you. This is your starting point. Whatever it is that you have been not taking action to move towards, this is your starting point. There's a passage in the Bible that comes to mind when we talk about starting. Zechariah 4.10. And part of that verse says, do not despise the small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Isn't that something? Do not despise the small beginnings. You know why you don't despise small beginnings? You don't despise small beginnings. You don't despise the small steps because it's a sign of your commitment to the bigger thing. 
to the larger aim. To the intended outcome. You don't despise your first step, no matter how small you think it is, because it's a sign of your commitment to your next phase. I love how it says the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Hmm. That means when we act, when we take the first step, the Lord gets excited about the small steps we take. He literally gets excited about the small steps because he sees we're making progress. We were created for him. He wants to see us live and flourish in the world in ways that are healthy and meaningful and add value to the lives of other people. And because he sees us taking that small step, he gets excited because he sees progress. I bet you thought taking a step was just a physical thing. Nope. Did you know taking a step is a spiritual thing? While it may be a physical action, it is actually a spiritual movement. So don't see your small step as something to despise. Don't see that move you make. That short little start. Maybe you can't run. Maybe you can jog. Maybe you can't jog. Maybe you can walk fast. Maybe you can't walk fast. Maybe all you can do is walk. Maybe you can't walk. Maybe all you can do right now is crawl. But making that movement is more than just a physical act. It's a spiritual one. This is another one that I really like. This is Galatians 5, 22 to 26. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Whew. The law is not against such things, meaning there's no rule against those things. Those are good things. Now it goes on to say, now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Right. Those things that your inaction, your refusal to take action right now, your refusal to start right here, wherever your right here is right now is actually a selfish act you all in your feelings you all in your flesh right now you don't want to move you feel like that step is too small well it doesn't make a difference if i make if i eat the salad because it's not really going to do anything to my weight it's not gonna make a difference if i get up and get dressed and go for a walk because you know I, i'm still not going to lose the the pounds i need to lose I, I, i'm not going to get up and uh go online and look to see where schools have the program i want to enter in so i can get my bachelor's degree because you know listen it's been a long time since i've been in school so so what's the point? All that flesh stuff you're doing, all of that stuff you're doing, there's no good fruit in that. It's not producing anything. Nobody can benefit from it. You're just wallowing in your own dissatisfaction. But verse 25 says this, if we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. Boom. Did you catch that? If we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. What does that mean? 
That means that if you're receiving a prompting to take action, and today our interaction right now is very much a prompting, but maybe you're receiving a prompting at other points in time in the day or during the week or the last few months, you're receiving a prompting and you're not taking action. It is very likely that you're not walking in step with the spirit for your life. You say, well, I'm not a Christian. I don't believe in this Jesus stuff. Even if you didn't believe. There are laws. Of engagement in the world. Do you know actions like love and joy and peace and patience, kindness and goodness, being faithful, being somebody who's gentle, being someone who knows how to control their emotions. Those are all steps. And your refusal to demonstrate any of those is your refusal to work within the laws of life that call for you not to remain static, but to take a step and then another and then another and then another. You know, fruit trees, whether it's an apple tree, an orange tree, a mango tree, a pineapple tree, they're such a great illustration of what taking small actions, taking one step at a time will do in the long run, right? The person who wants to grow a pineapple tree, what does he do? He plants the seed. He plants the seed. That's one step. He waters it. That's another. Starts to grow. And if you're planting the pineapple tree in the right place, you will see that the environmental factors that you planted the pineapple tree will begin to do a lot of the work for you because you took just a few small steps to put it in an environment where it could flourish with some oversight, of course, but not with as much laborious action as you might think. Sometimes we're getting so caught up in our minds about how much energy, how much time it's going to take that we forget that taking the small steps that starting right here, right now, can actually set up conditions for us for the things that we plant to begin to grow because we've put ourselves and we put what we planted in conditions that were natural fertilizers for it. Now, of course, you may have to take another step from time to time, and that's prune the tree, right? Pruning is cutting off the dead parts of it that keep it from growing. But you're not pruning all the time. You're planting, you water, you allow to grow, you give it space, let the environment do some of the work, Let it replicate and grow off of some of the actions you've taken. And then you check in from time to time to prune it so that it creates more opportunity for healthy fruit to grow. Really important for apple trees and for orange trees. And those are small steps 
that you don't even have to do all the time. But because you've situated yourself in a condition for progress, because you could put that plant, that seed in a position for progress. You've allowed it to be in an environment where it can be nurtured and cared for, not just by you, but by the environment it's in. And as a result, it grows and grows. You don't produce pineapples. The trees do. You don't produce oranges. The trees do. You don't produce apples. The trees do. Production is not the act on your part. Production is the benefit. Produce is the benefit of the smaller actions you took earlier on in the process. Pineapples are the byproduct of the small steps you took earlier on to plant the seeds in the environment that would produce what you were looking to achieve down the line, just in those small steps. So here's the good news, and I have some really good news for you. You can start right here, right now. That's right, I'll say it again, wherever you're right here, right now is. Whatever country you're listening from, whatever state or city you're listening from, one step at a time. So hop into the shower. Get off the couch. Yep, talking to you. Go get cleaned up. Get dressed. Put on your shoes, your flip-flops, your clogs, whatever it is you put on. I don't know what you're putting on your feet. Put something on. Go ahead. Do it. And then I want you to unlock the door. And I want you to go outside and get moving. And even if you end up back inside of the house because What you need to get started on is in your own home right now. I want you to go outside anyway. Why? Because I want you to train your senses to your new commitment. I want your senses to get trained to obey your new commitment to take action. Sounds a little wild. Maybe a little foolish, but it works. Your attitude Your former way of thinking no longer rules you. Today, you start right here, right now. One step at a time. Thank you for joining this episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. So glad you stopped by. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. You could also write a review so others get to know just how much you enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon. And in the meantime, take care and live.